Archbold. And I am Pat Shea. And And we are happy to be back in your ears. Yay, we have some really funny tales for you today uh, from a good friend of ours. But first off, uh, again, thank you so much for all the subscribing and the reviewing and the rating. Please share it out into your parent groups, anywhere there is with you. If you have a school chat group, first of all, yeah. I'm sorry. Because those, <laughs> I mean, right? Let's be honest. We won't talk about the school WhatsApp. Oh, please. It's it's like <laughs> mute the notifications. That's all I can tell you. But put put a notification that you're listening to our podcast and <laughs> that it's, it's a fun place. It's a fun place to be. I hope so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, please continue to do that. You can also check us out on Facebook. Yes, at facebook.com slash funny parents and uh as we mentioned in the last episode we do now have a real uh website really real (laughs) funnyparentspodcast.com and there you can sign up for our mailing list where mary talked about that last week she's going to be putting together a couple of journal pages uh mary is uh really into uh making sure that we remember these moments that are going to pass so quickly. And actually this, there was a moment this morning where our little guy came out of the bedroom and he was really tired and I was in the kitchen sort of fixing my coffee and he just curled up at my feet. And I just stayed there for as long as I possibly could because he's just not going to do that forever. True. He also does semi believe he is also a dog. That's true. So I love that he was committing to that. Mm. Yeah. I think he was human curling up to you me were at the human, He was a human curl yeah. up and not Alex the dog. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, but I am. I'm a big believer. We all know if you have slightly older kids, you're like, oh, I've, there are things I forget. Remember when they used to do that? So um, if you go to our Facebook page, there will be a link to just a couple of journal pages just to write some things down so that you mm-hmm. can remember. Totally free. It's there. Um, and I'm going to be putting it up every single month Yeah, just as a way to document what you're going through. Or if you'd prefer to go to, face, uh, to funnyparentspodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and we'll send it directly to you. Awesome. Yeah. So today, oh, we're... We've mm-hmm. been trying to get our buddy Frank Cayetti on here for a while. Since since we originally started the podcast, before the two-year absence in episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank is a phenomenally human being, a phenomenally funny human being. We both happened to be at uh, the Second City callback when Frank got in, and he just blew the roof off the place it was just like wow i'm not getting in this year (laughs) but frank did yes and frank uh yes worked for the second city as an actor and as a director as well he has also appeared on mad tv as well as two seasons on mad tv yes he was on key and peel he was on chicago fire modern family lots of fun stuff yeah he's a great dude he also uh directed a kids show that second city is hosting once a month it's a interactive improv show online on completely online so yes. it's totally safe and you can visit it from wherever you are and it's called the totally awesome improv show yes and frank directed it and he highly recommend it it's once a month for a family friendly the next one is february 20th so we'll put the link on our facebook page and in the show notes so that you can get your tickets there exactly and He is going to share a couple of stories, one about cupcakes and childbirth, and another 
about tigers and sweaters. Not our first tiger and sweater story. Nope. But his son certainly had an interesting question. Take a listen. I do. Um, Being a father of two, I'm also uh, very cognizant of equal time for them. Mm. So I have two like stories about my children, um, if that's all right. And I'll try to make them brief. So uh, the first story I'm going to tell is about my firstborn daughter. Uh, Her name is Lucy. Mm -hmm. And she's now nine years old. But this is the story of how I almost missed her birth. Um, so my, my wife, uh, and I went to the hospital. Um, it was actually, uh, the doctor, our doctor, Dr. Thais Aliabadi, who is amazing and super cool and just the coolest lady, um, decided on, we had an appointment like on the, um, the due date and said, you should, we should probably induce or whatever. And, um, I, um, we were there and it was taking a while. So, um, they were giving the Pitocin and we were, they, they started, I think they did that in the morning and then we had spent the night there and nothing was really happening initially. And so they said, oh, you have plenty of time. And so I had gotten some advice from a dad along the way that said, take care of the nurses there, you know, be good to them. And, you know, I was like, oh yes. I was like, I'm going to run out and get some cupcakes for the nurses and I'll be back real quick. So I I check in, I'm like, is anything going to happen in the next hour or so? And they're like, no, we're three or four hours away from anything. And I'm like, okay. So I run out, uh, I'm using my phone and this is at a time when Apple maps was not the most reliable and maybe some may argue still isn't. And there was apparently, uh, there was supposed to be like a sprinkles or whatever, like three quarters of a mile away from Cedar sinai but there wasn't one. So I was like, oh, well, I've got time. And then there was something in Beverly Hills, like 15 minutes away. I'm like, okay, no. I'll go. So yeah. I go over to sprinkles. I get them. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not lollygagging, but I'm not hurrying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I get a, the worst text of my life from my wife that says, starting to push, where are you? Oh my God. No. And I'm like, I look at the thing and I'm like, I've been gone for like 38 minutes <laughs> at this point. What's happening? So I I was like walking back with like, you know, this bag of like, you know, three dozen cupcakes, <laughs> like, you know, do, 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 and then see this text and it's like, oh, put a little pep in my step. Oh. And <laughs> Um, start uh, freaking out. Uh, yeah. I'm in Beverly Hills, which is loaded with one ways, but I'm kind of at this point a mess. So I just turn on the street and I'm going the wrong way. No. Um, and I'm just like honking. Oh I, I'm the most entitled person. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> just driving through trying to get. And of course at Cedar Sinai, I don't know if this is normal. I don't, I try not to spend a whole lot of time at hospitals. They have sure. valet, they have valet parking. Oh, yes. oh my God. So, <laughs> so I pull into valet and I've, this is the only time I've ever done this. I jump out of the car and I just throw the keys to the guy <laughs> like, like a movie. And I'm, 
for some reason, I think the cupcakes are important enough. I have them with me still. I don't leave them in the car. Of like, course. I got to bring the cupcakes. This is the whole mission. And um, I run around the corner and I'm at an elevator bank. And like, I have to wait for an elevator. But at this point, I look like a madman. Like, I have tears in my eyes because I'm like, I'm going to miss this. I can't believe I'm going to miss this. You know, like, oh just like, I'm like angry crying, you know. And. <laughs> all these people are like standing there looking at me and I'm just like, like grunting, like (sighs) holding the cupcakes, waiting for the elevator to come. And (laughs) um, I like, I feel like I have to justify this movement, this moment. And I I just look at the people around the elevator being like, my wife is starting to push and everyone's like, Oh my God. Like (laughs) they all immediately got it. They were cool. I jumped, I jump in the, elevator i come around the corner and you know in my mind i'm like i'm missing this i'm missing the birth of my child right now like it was horrible um i i got there in time and end up being plenty of time but not like a ton of time i believe it was like maybe 20 to 30 minutes later we had a child but i was a mess yeah. But then in addition to this, so I come in like that. So I'm, th- I'm that dad right now. Like, yeah, come on. Totes. Um, but throughout the whole thing, like we took, you know, prepared childbirth classes sure. and, you know, all sorts of things because, you know, it was our first kid and we were super excited and wanted to be informed and prepared. Yeah. And I am not like the best with like blood and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'll be up here and I'll, I'll help you and I'll cheer and I'll apply counter pressure and do whatever you need. Right. But I don't want to make this about me because I'm like, I just don't want to like pass out. Like, I'm like you know, like <laughs> I've already made this enough about me when it really is not at all about me. <laughs> but then I'm kind of like riding this adrenaline. And so Dr. Ali Abadi looks at me and goes, do you want to deliver the baby? And so the <gasps> improviser... Oh in me goes, sure. And I think she it's like a bit. And next thing I know, I'm like getting scrubbed up. I'm getting rubber gloves oh and all this God. stuff. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and so the doctor like told me what to do. And so I was the first human being to touch my daughter outside of my wife. Like I oh. delivered her. Holy oh my cow. Gosh. Yeah. I was... I- I don't know if I if the proceeding hadn't happened, I wonder if I were more in a normal state of mind at that moment. I would be like, ah, no, thank you. I'm okay up here. You know? <laughs> but I was just like, let's do this. I almost missed this thing. Let me do it. Like, come on. Oh you my know? goodness. Oh my gosh. And were so you squeamish? Is, did yeah. I mean did no. it make you you were good? Yeah. You were totally in the zone. I was I was okay. I mean, at that moment, my greatest concern was you know, don't drop the wet noodle. Right. <gasps> that, you know, that makes sense. But like the doctor was really explicit, like put your hands here, do this. And like, right. so I was really focused on just like doing the right thing to not hurt the baby. So right. I yeah. didn't think about the, that at the moment at all, but you know, me envisioning it in the future, I was just like, I just, you know, that, I don't know, somebody I love and care about and my child and all this stuff that I know I don't like in general. I don't know if I'm going to be good with this. So I was just trying to know myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, that is how I almost missed my daughter's uh, 
birth, but I fortunately got there and got there in time enough to deliver her, which was amazing. That's But amazing. did they eat the cupcakes? Right. Yeah. They certainly did. <laughs> I, I can't say I can't say that they were perfect at that point. There was definitely a fair amount of frosting smudges on the top of the, you know, like these were not pristine, like beautiful right. cupcakes at that point, but they were oh, very good. No. And of course, I mean, such reverence for that, because when you see that experience, how much, how hard the nurses work, I mean, just, you know, in particular to right now, like such deep respect for the, what those folks do. They're, they're amazing. So I was happy to do it. And then, <laughs> but the funny thing was, is just like, it was so, you know, somewhat optional <laughs> and I almost missed it. I could, I couldn't believe I was just beside myself. I mean, driving like a maniac and tears streaming down my face while honking at people. I'm, and did Rachel uh, give you a hard time? Like, yeah, she was busy. No, she really didn't. She um, was cool. <laughs> well, she was like, you know, after the, you know, where are you starting to push text? Um, right. She was she was delivering a child, so she wasn't like on her phone going, "Damn it." <laughs> you know? she was kind of busy with other things um so it wasn't a series of like uh repartee if you will i i can't even remember what i texted back i mean you know probably like no (laughs) (laughs) but i also didn't want to like make her crazy either like i'm I'm, at this point i'm i'm at least 20 minutes away you know like hold it you know so i was just like right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold it, honey. Cross your legs. <laughs> oh my gosh! Holy cow! That's a funny, funny story. That, yeah, yeah. With a good ending. Right, 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 right. Yes, yes. I would have. I mean, I would have never been able to forgive myself. So this happened just recently, and uh, I think like any parent, I like to inspire curiosity and wonder in my kids, you know, and, uh, you know, allow space for them to philosophize and critically think on whatever level it is, you know, and I mean, whatever the, you know, life's deepest questions that they may have at the time. And so recently, my son from the backseat of the minivan queried, Daddy, does Daniel Tiger have nuts? And I was like, I paused for a second and I had to think and ponder, not to think, have I ever seen him? And clearly in an animated show, they wouldn't draw nuts on him. Oh, um, So one, I'm figuring out, okay, am I, did he just ask a question I don't know the answer to? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, my first reaction is kind of beam with pride that he asked a philosophical question. Yeah. Um, you know, because of course, like a male tiger in the wild, I know has nuts, but <laughs> I know that Daniel Tiger wears a sweater. He yep, wears yeah. shoes, but he does not wear pants. That's true. So that is- this throws me off a little bit because if he had nuts, we would see those nuts. That's a <laughs> You know, but I mean, obviously, in his town, he doesn't want to roam around the neighborhood showing his tiger testicles to everybody. You know, yeah. like 
that would that would be inappropriate, you know, especially for PBS. Yeah. So I'm like pontificating further, you know, and like, is he some sort of animated Ken doll tiger, you know? And then like, and then I'm like, maybe this is like a really progressive thing. Like, you know, maybe like Daniel is like free from genitalia and allowed to express himself however they please, you know, not, (laughs) you know, within some sort of binary standard of gender norms and societal expectations, you know, and I suppose we could discuss that further and make a compelling case. Yeah, but then I was like, "Wait a second!" When he said, "Does he have nuts?" Does he mean genitalia, or does he mean like cojones, like chutzpah? Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! So I'm like, wait, oh, did he ask himself that? Like, does he have nuts? Like, does he have the nuts to like humble himself to learn? And I would say, yes, <laughs> Daniel Tiger does. Every single episode, he has the nuts to learn and say, "I don't know this thing." So this is all going through my mind at some sort of, you know, driving in the West Valley of Los Angeles. And then I think, okay, this this is important because maybe my job as a parent is not to answer all my children's questions, but rather encourage them to ask the right ones. Mm. Yeah. So I looked in the rearview mirror and I said to him, I don't know, buddy. What do you think? (laughs) Remains to be seen because just just yesterday he said with more emphasis, Daddy, does Daniel Tiger have nuts? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is amazing. Now he's going to push it. Yeah. Well, I know he wants answers. (laughs) He wants the truth. When you get into it, it's not just Daniel Tiger. I mean, half of the animated universe is just in shirts. It's true. True. I mean, so you go back to the Donald of the Duck, you know, like... Why doesn't Donald Duck wear pants, you know? Or, or the porky of the pig. Right. I mean, it's funny because when the pandemic started and everyone started showing up on Zoom, often friends would ask, our friend Deanna would often be like, are you Donald Ducking it? Right. So that you were dressed on the top and in your pajamas on the bottom? Yeah. And I could say the majority of the time for me, yes, I am Donald Ducking it. I am in my leggings and or pajamas on the bottom half while I have a blazer. And from now on, I'll, I'll be Daniel Tigering it. Nice. Nice. But let's take for a moment the fact why he felt the need to go out to get those cupcakes. (laughs) I, first of all, I would not have let you go. Right. Not a chance. Yeah. 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 I was, I was so concerned that the baby was, or I was concerned I wouldn't go to the hospital cafeteria and, and you were, in labor for 13 hours. Second baby, I had wised up. Let, let me be really clear about that. Uh, but I was I was like, I'm going to get lost in this hospital. It's a big old New York building with a lot of like a lot of hallways. N- ha- hallways and nooks and crannies. And I, I won't find the cafeteria and I'm going to miss the birth of my child. Pat was ready to pass out because he was so hungry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know 
I wouldn't, I would have been like, you can buy them cupcakes tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's a good day for it. Uh, though I give him tons of credit that he drove the wrong way down a one way street mm -hmm. in order to get back in time to see the birth of his beautiful daughter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We are ever so grateful to you. And, uh, and thank you also to all of our new uh, subscribers on our Facebook page. Oh yes. Goodness gracious. Welcome. We're so happy yeah. to have you there. Uh, give us a shout. Let us know where you're listening from. We would love to know. I mean, we see stats, but we would love to know yeah. a little bit about your towns and your communities and, and what are like you doing. There. Yeah. So uh, thank you again. We'll be back in a couple of weeks and uh, until then, have a great winter with your family. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>